Hello, and welcome to Showcase Chicago Podcast. I'm your host, Micah Reyes, a realtor in the Chicagoland area with ARE Partners. Today, one of my clients, Leo, has agreed to do an interview with me and talk about the experience of working together. Uh, and uh, I appreciate you doing this. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my first name is actually Leo Melly. Everyone just calls me Leo. You know, I've been, I'm a junior technically, but uh, also not technically. My dad's name ends with an I, mine ends with a Y. They messed that up when I was in birth and we never fixed it, so. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. My mom likes to tell people that uh, my name stems from Leo and her name's Elizabeth, so Ellie, Leo M. Ellie. Uh -huh. So that's a little, she, there's a couple stories that roam around the world, but yeah, just Leo, Leo's fine with me. Okay, and what do you do for a living? So I'm a real, uh, retail, retail. Were you going to say you're a realtor? That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I'm a realtor as well. No, I'm a retail manager. I've been managing for the last 12 years, which is crazy. I'm only 30. Uh, I started managing at the age of 18. I've managed for Starbucks. Under Armour, Nike, and now I'm at the North Face. So I'm a store manager over in Schaumburg. Okay, that's great. And what, actually, what neighborhood did you grow up in? So I've, my whole life, I've lived in the Belmont Cragen area. Some people call it Belmont Central, but if you're not familiar with it, it's the last neighborhood before you get to Elmwood Park and like Oak Park and things like that. I do get very territorial with the area. People are like, oh, but you're not even from Chicago. I'm like, first of all, okay, first of all, if you're from Chicago, you know you don't live, like for the most part, you don't live downtown, especially if you lived here your whole life, right? Second of all, if I pay a Chicago City sticker and pay Chicago taxes, I live in Chicago, okay? It's not like you're in Naperville or like, like you know? You're in Chicago, I'm absolutely. in Chicago, it's a Chicago neighborhood. Look it up. Fun, well, fun fact, I think I shared this with you when we were looking at this process, but I grew up in Belmont Cragen. Like, as of late, like, I'm, you know, like, I've met so many people that come from Belmont Cragen, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know, yeah. it's, it's, I went to Kevin Park High School. I used to go to the Brickyard Mall growing up, and uh, yeah, and it's if you're not living in like Lincoln Park or Lakeview, people have no idea what any other neighborhood yeah. in the city it feels you like. Uh, okay, well, let's start uh, with your why. Uh, why did you decide it was time to make a purchase now? I think it's something I've been thinking about for the last like five or so years. Right after I finished paying off my car, I was like, "What's next?" Right? So like, what? Where am I going? Um, I think. I was in a lot of credit card debt for a while, so I got out of like I got out of my car debt, and I was like, okay, like I have to take a breather, pay off this credit card debt, and in the last like year or two, I was like, you know what, I'm in a good spot. You know, I got I recently got promoted. Fun fact, a little bragging, I got promoted um, three times within a 13 month period. Oh wow! Yeah, Congratulations. So, yeah, and I, you know, I tell my sister like sometimes when I'm do feel a little depressed or do get some anxious anxiety, I'm like, I need to remember like how much of a bad bitch I am because I was like, <laughs> like I got promoted three times in the last 13 months, you know, and like that's that's a big thing. But um, I got a you know a decent raise, and you know, yeah. once that hit, I was like, you know what, like it's it's really my time to to do this. Um, I also I remember not to cut you off, but I remember um, you ultimately were like, "I'm 30. It's time to make an investment." And like the conversation was, you know, what's the right investment for right now? Looking into the future, it's that place, you know. And that's where you know, like that's where I come, I'm getting getting to. But like getting a, a good raise, then I was like, "What am I doing? Where's my money going? Like I can't just continue to live this life of like spending." on Uber Eats every day or things like that, you know, like it's it's time to put it somewhere. And I, Absolutely. I was like, 
I think it's time to invest in something and invest my future. A lot of my clients have a lot of school debt and things like that. And thankfully you've lived with your parents, you didn't have to have that debt. You had credit card debt, but you paid it off. Yeah, and then that's the other thing, you, you know, like I tell people always like, everyone sees like the outer shell of what happens in life and like, no, I did work two jobs at one point when I was going to school because I didn't want to ask my parents for help and, um, you know, it's a secret with them, but like, I lost my scholarship after my first year of freshman year. So when I went back to school, like, I was like, I'm not telling them. I was like, I'm going to work at, I'm going to work at, yeah. bust my ass. Uh, and did you end up doing it yeah, and paying it for yourself? Yeah, so That's that, amazing. Yeah, so I, I didn't paid, know that. I paid for it myself and like, I have no credit card. No, sorry. I have no school debt, school debt because I was like, take it. Wow. You know, so it's. It was, it's been a journey. Yeah, you know, people absolutely. People would, you know, take that for granted or, you know, just see the powder shot and they're like, oh, they have everything so easy. I'm like, that's there's some, yeah. there's some struggles, you know, like. But it makes us who we are. And it's so crazy because literally I just had my 10 year anniversary party and part of my speech was kind of a similar storyline. I was in $75,000 of debt and I paid it all off in less than two years, hustling, working multiple jobs, doing things. And um, uh, as of October of this past year, um, I actually quit that second job and now I'm just in my business full time again. You see? So there's highs and lows in every situation and uh, you have the resilience and the drive and determination to push forward and, and that's what matters. And so that's great. You know, and you know, one thing my parents say is like, you never let yourself fall. And you know, the one thing that my, my mom said was like, You've never done anything. You, you never saw anything you can't do. Yeah. So it's just, you know, like another jump, another leap, and she's like, "You got this." That's amazing. You know? Yeah. So. You should be very proud of yourself. And I did. I didn't know that side of your story, so I appreciate you sharing it, especially in, in, <laughs> as yeah. a recording a podcast episode. So thank you for being that vulnerable and sharing. And are you a first generation to go to college? My sister went. Before okay. Me. So yeah, sister so went first. So my sister went. First. But your sister and you are the first generation. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, but I was the first one to go like to an official university. Which school did you go to? So I went to UIC. Okay. Yeah. So I was on a, I was on a full ride to UIC. But one thing that I that I tell people like like you know my niece and her friends and like kids that I manage and stuff it's like, high school doesn't prepare you for college. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's especially you know like I went to Steinman's High School one of you know one of the worst high schools mm-hmm. in Chicago, and. My parents, first of all, I have to be honest with you guys, like my parents didn't want that for me. Like mm-hmm. they wanted me to apply to Lean Tech, they wanted me to go to like a charter school, and I was like, unless you're gonna pick me up and drop me off every day, I was like, I'm going down the street. I'm going down the street, right? So I made that choice myself, and even with taking honors classes and being on an honor roll and things like that, like I even tell people now, like I got through school with having a good smile. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not throwing a pencil, I'm smiling, I'm friendly, and then like even like, just sharing my full journey, but so when I was a senior in high school, I was taking three art classes, two computer classes, Italian, and like an English class. I think that my only serious class was English. You know, we're like halfway through the senior year of high school, and she goes, "Okay, so where are you going to school?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." And she's like, "What?" She's, I'm like, "I, I, I don't know." She, she, st- she gets on the table, she gets on the table, she starts crying, and I'm like. You need to calm down. And she's like crying. She's like, I failed. I failed. I failed. And she's like yelling. And I was like, you need to calm down. So she grabs her cell phone. She calls someone that she knows at UIC. And she sets up an interview. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have three students. I need you to interview them tomorrow. And the next day we drove to UIC and interviewed. And like, wow, it was like, it was a sped up process. I, did, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I had a plot at like Dominican. 
Um, but when like the offer letter came in, it was like too expensive. I was yeah. like, I'm not gonna do all that. So I just, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. It's so crazy that you're sharing this story with me right now. So just this past week, my nephew, or the last couple of weeks, but my nephew got a, a partial scholarship to DePaul. He got accepted. Um, and there is still a portion of it that we have to pay for, right? That we have to figure out a way to come up with the money for. Uh, and there was a conversation of ultimately maybe he should go to community college or there was someone trying to encourage him to not part take advantage of the scholarship, although it's what he wants. He's wanted to go to DePaul. He, he had this dream. He got a partial scholarship. And at the end of the day, it's not a terrible amount of money and we got to figure it out. So I actually got the call that um, this happened and they, I picked him up, we had dinner, I sat down with him for over two hours, we created a spreadsheet. As you well know, I'm a very detailed yeah. person and so now I'm stepping in to be the facilitator of all conversations, financial aid, scholarships, and I'm actually going to go to DePaul to talk to the scholarship, to the talk to the counselors and get him all the help that he needs. And I mean, we're in the same boat. My niece you know, she's a senior in high school. She just got accepted. Well, she got it. She's really smart. She got accepted to Columbia, which is her dream school. Wow. But she got accepted to Dominican. She got accepted to UIC and all these other schools. And, you know, it's it's hard because my sister's a single parent. And my niece has always wanted to go to Columbia. Mm -hmm. Right? My sister's girlfriend, though, went to school that like different house. She went to community college and it's cheaper and this and that. She's like, she needs to go to community college. She needs to go to community college. And I'm a little divided because, so I... I didn't finish at UIC. I got my associates from a community college, so I understand, like, you know, financially, like, which way to go. But also, um, telling someone that they can't live their dream or their truth, I think it's really, you know. Oh my god! Say that again. <laughs> and, and I was like, if Ashley wants to go, you know, to Columbia, like, she has a support system. Mm -hmm. You know, like my sister's not on her own. She has me. She has my parents. Like, we, you know, we we've already talked about getting her a new laptop. And yeah, all this listen, if we gotta do fundraisers, if we gotta, you know, if I gotta host things and, and you know apply for ten scholarships a week, whatever's gonna take, we'll make it happen. Yeah. If you need to change jobs, like there are ways to do it. It's not gonna be easy. It's gonna take work. But if that's what you want, we're gonna support our kids. Yep. And you know, like, and that's that's what it comes down to is like. Live with your truth and what mm -hmm. you, you know, what makes you happy. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I one of the biggest things, and I hate to like, kind of like. I love how this completely yeah. takes away I, from the real estate, I, and it's completely something else. But I think that's meant to be, so I'm okay with it. I, I hate really, to like do we got a bunch of questions we're gonna get into. I promise. I hate to do too much, but you know, like what I tell people is like, no one cares about you more than you do. So take care of yourself, and then you put yourself first. Because when you put yourself first, that's when you can take care of everybody else, mm -hmm. right? Like I can't. If I'm low, I can't bring anyone else up. Mm -hmm. So I need to make sure that I, I stay up and bring everyone else up with me. Um, and it's not about being selfish. It's not about being like, no. It's know. actually, it's the opposite. For me, my affirmation is the better that I am, the better everyone around me is going to be. Yep. And so I strive to be that example for my nephews and for my, I have a lot of kids in my life. But yeah, like I, yeah, I take care of myself and I just try hard and I, I work hard because I have, people to inspire and I want to be inspired and the better I am and I certainly have dealt with a lot of mental health stuff myself so pushing forward and staying on a high but also recognizing one of my, my therapists is also like you also got to feel the hard stuff yeah. uh, for me I was very much running from it and trying to consistently not address it and that actually kept up coming in different ways and like holding me back so, <laughs> and like I'm just derailed completely but you know like it's one of those things where you just like mask it hide it and then I don't know where you like burst out you're like and like, it piles up and then you're in depression or king yeah. out of bed or something, right? And you're paralyzed with anxiety or fear and like it's a whole thing and it, you let it boil over and yeah. 
therapy has been the biggest, best thing. Like I'm obsessed with therapy. <laughs> okay, yeah. we are gonna bring this back to real estate, though. Only, uh, Leo, how did we meet? So I mean, we met through. Uh, I guess we become mutual friend, right? Yes. Sort of? Yes. So uh, we met through Javier Garcia. Garcia? Javier Garcia, who is the senior vice president of the Federal yes. Savings Bank. So, shout out. Shout out to Javier. I've known Javier since I was maybe eight, nine, so 21 years now. Um, he is best friends with one of my best friends. And I, I think that's how we stay in touch through like Instagram and just kind of like, I was like, why not go to Javier, someone that I'm comfortable with. and. And that's how we met. Well, and so thank you, Javier, for the introduction. We appreciate it. It's been a pleasure to work with you. Um, I think that one of the things I liked about working with Javier, um, when he initially set up the appointment, he he calls it, I believe, a whiteboard discussion. Um, and if I'm wrong about that, Javier, I apologize. But ultimately, you he invites the client into his office. And he sits down with the whiteboard and he explains the different types of financing, which is very informative, especially because you are a first-time homebuyer. And for you to understand what that means, what the numbers look like, what type of financing, I thought that was a really great presentation. And it was very uh, informative, nurturing, and detailed. And I think it gave you the power to kind of understand what you're looking at in terms of financing. Yeah, and I think when it came to that, the, the biggest thing was, um, I'm a visual learner, so mm. I'm, a, I'm really good with numbers, right? So I, I could do numbers all day, but um, if you were just talking about them, I might like, it might go in one year out the other. Mm -hmm. It helped a lot. And, and you know, I, so he actually reached out to me. He's like, hey, I have a great referral for you. He's a friend of mine. And I was like, well, I obviously appreciate the business, of course, but you know, I'm very like, show up, have all the details. He kind of gave me a synopsis of what you may or may not be looking for. And so I prepared for the meeting, uh, brought my buyer consultation packet with you. Yeah, and we also- super well prepared. <laughs> well, thank you. Like I got your email. I think before I got hobbies email. Oh, that's right. And I was like, oh my God. And it, it's- Did funny. you get my email before you got hobbies email? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> um, but like, I got the packet and I looked over it and I was like, oh my God, there's already a contract. I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? You know, so then- Well, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed, so that's helpful for me to hear. No, no, no. But it wasn't in a bad way. It was kind of like, I wasn't ready, right? Okay. Like, well, I mean, we'll talk about that, like how I was. I, yeah, I what, absolutely. We're gonna get into that for sure. I didn't. I don't know what I want, but you know, like I got the packet. I read over it, and I was like, oh my god, this guy's. The, my first thought, and I don't want you to like. No, give it to. I want you to be completely honest, my please. First, my first thought was like, oh my god, this guy's super prepared. <laughs> I was like, he might be really pushy. I was like, I, I know. I'm so That's sorry. good. This I'm is sorry. good. This you is know? good. And and I was like, I gotta get my shit together. You know, so I was like, and then we showed up and like, I felt your energy and I, you know, hobbies energy. And I was like, oh my God, this, it's me overthinking. I was like, it's like going to college. They give you, you know, your syllabus before you walk into the classroom. So you know what's going on. And I was like, this is perfect. And you know what to expect. You're overwhelmed, mm -hmm. right? Because you don't know anything on there. Like you, you, you know, you're going to learn about biochemistry and you're like, Jesus is like, I don't even know regular chemistry. I don't know biochemistry. Absolutely. Right. But then you walk in and. That's what the instructor is for, you know, to teach you and, and show you and that that's what you did and it, it was great, you know. Well, I'm um, glad. I did. So a part of my welcome email when I start working with the buyer is ultimately sending them the contract, my buyer welcome kit, all those things included. And for me, it's like I don't want the first time for you to see a contract is when you're writing it up. Right. And so part of my buyer consultation is going through that process and really breaking out and answering all of your questions. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I'll go back to about the financing, when we we're talking to uh, Javier. Uh, very much in terms of your financials, we wanted, we knew that we needed some down payment uh, assistance. Yep. 
we knew that we ultimately were going to have to negotiate um, also a credit. So the two options that we had sat down and presented to you was um, a $15,000 grant program. Mm -hmm. uh, that particular program is only in particular zip codes and there's really small pockets of where that $15,000 is allocated to. Um, so those are like based by neighborhood. And then there was a $6,000 grant that really is anywhere and it's just something that they're offering now with the um, interest rates being what they are and really encouraging people like we're going to help you with your down payment and the long-term game is really when the interest rates go back to a place that are sustainable that people will refinance yep. right but then you've gotten a really good deal and you've gotten all these down payments and you didn't have to bring up as much money to come to uh to close and make it happen and so with the six thousand, we knew you were going to get that and we also from the very initial consultation knew that we were going to need to get you a percentage from the seller as well yep. so going into working with you i knew that that was going to be part of the strategy. And so ultimately we ended up getting you a $5,000 credit at closing plus a $6,000 grant for your financing. Uh, and we are right before closing, so we don't have the final figures yet, but I, I, they're going to be modest in terms of what you're actually going to have to bring to closing. And then once we get out, I'm sure you can we'll yeah. share that out, right? Yeah. And Jody will, we're gonna, yeah, Jody will definitely give you the final figures right, right before closing and you'll have to get a check. But one other thing I'll say about these grant programs right now is like the market and where the market is currently. We, in Chicagoland area, in the local market area, we are sustaining our prices. It is still slightly leaning towards seller. However, with the interest rates being what they are, we are getting a slight edge, which is why we can negotiate some of these credits. Every situation is different. You can't guarantee you can get you a credit, but it's a part of the process and depends on how we, you know, yeah. what kind and, of properties. And, you know, I, as being a new home homeowner, you know, buyer, um, I appreciate, you know, like, and like, I'm sure we'll get into Joey a little bit, but, you know, like, how honest everyone was with me. Because I was just like, sure. <laughs> like, I don't need, I don't need that and, and I'll pay that or whatever. And, you know, like being like, well, you know, like let's sit down and really think about this and can we, you know, really ask for this credit for, you know, the microwave or this. And like, I didn't know. And that, that was actually an inspection thing that we could definitely, actually, why don't we just jump right into it? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So we got an inspection and we ended up ultimately getting you another thousand dollar credit. Yep. Because of some inspection issues that came up. So yep. and it wasn't anything major, but you know, I, I didn't yeah. even know that was an option, which was really cool to find out, you know, through, through you, through Jody and just the team in general. Absolutely. Um, when we started this process, uh, what did you think you wanted? <laughs> when I first started, I wanted a place. Okay. <laughs> a place. That's all. That's all we had. Right. So, you know, um, there's a couple of different things running through my mind. Um, you know, maybe a condo, maybe some family home, maybe a two flat. Like there's so many different And options. those are all three very different yeah. things. Multifamily, right. single family, condo, all and different things. I was all over the map. I was all over the place, right? Um, and we had just given you all this information, financing, and now we need to get clear about what you're looking for. And you know, we created a plan. I just remember you very much like, I don't know what I want, sorry. And I was like, we're gonna find the clarity you needed for this process. And ultimately what I did was I went back to the office and I set up three searches. I set up multi-families, single families, and candles for you. Yeah, and you know, like on one, one, one side of them, I'm like, oh, you should get some family home, it's so cute. You have your yard, you have this, you have that, which I love the idea and one day it's gonna happen. I have no doubt, right? But when you started setting up those searches and started looking at single family homes, I was like, oh my God, this is more than I could, I'm, not, I'm gonna bite off more than I could chew. And I was like, and it's nowhere near where I wanna be. Right, like I don't want to be in Berwyn. I don't want to be in River Grove. Like I want to be 
close enough to my family where I could, you know. And off the expressway, close to work. I remember you saying that. Yep. You know, and like, there's so much going on in my life already. I was like, if, if I'm going to get a single family home, it's going to be a single family home that needs so much work. I was like, in my, in my budget. And I was like, and I, I don't want to do that. I'm going to need a roommate. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need that. And I was like thinking more of like the cons versus, you know, the pros, the pros and the cons. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then when I thought about like two flats, again, like the price range, like just for something that I could afford, it, it was going to need a lot of work again. And like, then you have and tenants. then we're going to have to get creative with the financing as well mm-hmm. because these properties needed work. And so we were going to have to ultimately do the renovation loan. But at the end of the day, you still didn't know what you wanted. So I took the approach. I was like, okay, we're going to get this guy educated. He's gonna, yep. He is going to find clarity. I got this. And I mean, you know, we only went out once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's funny because people like, people are like, well, how many times do you go out with your realtor? Um, my sister's also currently shopping for a home and she's gone out like 20 times, I think she said. Mm-hmm. Something like that, right? Um, and we only went out once, but you know, he was really good. So we, you know, we saw two multifamilies. Yep. We saw two single family homes and we saw two condos. Yep. And you know, like everyone, every one of them had, you know, their defects. And, and first of all, let me tell you, this man is creative. We couldn't get into some keys, you know, we had to get some anti- Antifreeze. Yeah, that's, so actually that's really funny and that's actually one of my notes to talk about. We were at a condo to get into this property and the lockbox was frozen. Mm-hmm. You know, the joys of showing properties in Chicago in the winter. Uh, however, I was like, he really liked the condo that he ended up ultimately buying. And uh, But we, we went to go see the other condo and you wanted to compare it to that one, yeah. right? And he was bummed. I could tell you really wanted to get into I that really property. Yeah. So I jumped online and I was like, okay, how am I going to get into this lockbox? What am I going to do? And we found out that you can use windshield washer fluid. Uh, that's what we did. So yeah, we, we, I looked it up really quickly yeah. on the phone. We went to the gas station. I bought a bottle of windshield washer fluid. I poured it on this lockbox and the darn thing opened. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to see the property. And, you know, it was, it was a little disappointing that we went through all that struggle to see, you know, because it wasn't a good condo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because the condo, you know, like, because I think we saw this one first. We did see this one first. And we were like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, I love this one. And then we went to go see that one and we worked so hard to get in. And then it was like. Actually, I don't think it was two of each. I actually think I said showed you four condos. Yeah, because we saw the one, the one in Oak Park. Park. The couple in Oak Park. The, the, yeah, there's two in Oak Park. The one that we couldn't get into. But we saw through the windows. The windows. <laughs> Then this one, and then the one over by like Lawrence mm-hmm. and Ke- Kimball, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's the one we had to develop. Uh, yeah. Getting into the lockbox and defrosting it. it. Well, it, I think what was also disappointing was the pictures were so nice, and then you walked in, you're like, oh, like, you know. And I, again, I had already fallen in love with this one, so I think I was like, yeah, just blur eyes, and you're like, oh. But that's also why we know as a realtor when I work with my sellers, we don't accept sight unseen offers. You know, because the pitches aren't always clear. Yes, I take great photos for my listings, but you have to see the property before we accept an offer from yeah. you. And that's very telling, right? You saw the pictures of that condo. You got excited. You really wanted to see it before you made this decision. And uh, ultimately, we did get in after seeing it. And you were like, no, that's not for me. Yeah, I was just like, no, yeah. Yeah, it's not. I will say that I think it is a testament to my angle is always give too much information. And I think, yeah, we saw more than six it was probably eight or nine properties in one day but at least it really gave you the range and all the information of each of these properties i broke down all the pros and the cons and the the, the work that it needs and the concerns and all the things but you know it's it's, it was the process and uh ultimately one time out 
I mean, less than a week of meeting, we were under contract. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we move, we move fast. So this place, you know, like it had been on the listed for like three days. Oh yeah. It was relatively new on yeah. the market. So yes, it was yes. like three days and I like saw it and I was like, let's go. Like, let's move. Like that's natural. So I mean, we, I mean, you have a lighter on, but like. It, this is all natural light, right? Mm-hmm. This is yeah. There is lights on, but we are this window. We're on the third floor in Portage Park, uh, just off the expressway, and uh, the sunlight is fantastic here. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I saw it. I loved it. I was like, this is the place, and we moved. Yeah. Well, and we'll talk about the negotiations a little bit as well, because ultimately, when we started the conversation of how to negotiate. Uh, you know, we put in an offer for, uh, I'm not exactly sure on the numbers, I didn't take the notes on it that. Was 145. It was 40. So it was listed for 159. Uh, we put in an offer for 145. Who remembers? Look at yeah, that. No, I should have noted this. I'm a number guy. This is good. Um, they came back with 155. And, and he then, wanted to accept. And I wanted to accept. I was like, whatever, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, my goal was kind of enough to be like, you know what? I think they, you know, they were able to come down. I think we could go down a little bit more. So I think we went in with 152, and I think that was the sweet spot that we were looking for yep. already. That was the goal from the very beginning of the negotiation. I had a spreadsheet of all the numbers, and I every time there was a change in the negotiation, I think we went back three or three times maybe. Uh, but I was like, I think we can get a little bit more down, yeah. you know. And mind you, we got it at that price with a five thousand dollar credit. Yeah. So really, your net offer was less than five thousand. Yeah. So. Uh, and that was fun because I, I was really pleased with like, yeah, I was glad that you wanted to make accept their counter offer, but I, I think I knew there was the room. Um, and that's that's the benefits of working with a realtor, right? And understanding, oh wait, there's more money on the table that you can save yeah. in so, this situation. You no, know, it, it was a little bit of back and forth. I mean, but I was like, give a counter offer right now. And Michael's like, well, we're gonna wait till tomorrow and we're gonna make them wait. And like, you know, and you did see a lot of condos and you were interested in others like, you know, yeah, but I'm you like, really liked like, it. You I'm had like, your heart set on it. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, and some of the other concerns or things that made this condo appealing to you was because ultimately you're thinking long term as an investor yeah. and this particular building does allow rentals, you know, so those were some of the things that we had to consider and it was a good option, right? You can live here for a couple of years and then you can rent it out. Yep. I just will say that I love that we got you the clarity that you needed, um, you know, with one time out because you were definitely all over the map when we first sat down, but you, you found what you needed, yeah. you know? What were your most significant stresses in the process? Ooh, I think off the get-go was not knowing what I wanted. That was okay. the first stress, right? I think the second stress would be, you know, like the waiting. Okay. So the waiting of, so once you're under contract, we have to wait to obviously clear the clothes yeah. and all those things. Right. So like, I think. And not wanting to lose the deal. Yeah. So I, we initially made an offer and we did get some delays in um, the process, unfortunately, and we had to extend our contingencies. Yeah. So I think, so, I mean, just recalling numbers, but so we looked at places, I think it was like the January 30th or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like really late in January. We put in an offer and they were like, you know, we negotiated, we got to 152 with the clause that we were closing 30 days. So we had a closing date for the 28th of February. And um, with me, I was like, what if she backs out? What if she doesn't want to do it? Like what, what if like- What if she says no to our request of extending yeah. contingencies? And, and I think the waiting process was, you know, more of like the issue with me where I'm like, 
I don't want her to lose. You know, I was like, I don't want her to You don't want to lose it. You don't want to lose it. Yeah. yeah. yeah you were emotionally it. tied to the situation as well as, you know, you wanted this property and you want, we also wanted to respect that we made an offer, you know, a 30 day offer and we ultimately couldn't commit to what we offered. Yeah. Right. So you, you kind of feel like, well, that a sense of responsibility, you know, that we dropped the ball on something. Yep. Delays do happen. It's not the first or the last situation that's going to be delays. Uh, there were certainly things that we could have that could have been done differently, but at the end of the day, the seller did agree, and here we are closing on this property. Yeah. What was something about the experience that surprised you overall? Like. Not to blow your head up, you know what I mean? You know, well, I'm about to go into the question about me in a minute, so not, feel free. Not, not being here, but you know, like how supportive you were and how supportive the team was, you know, Jody, you know, Jody, you, and like just being able to like reach out and be like, hey, I have a super question. Being, it's, it's surprising how comfortable I was with being like, I don't know what's going on. Can we? Yeah. Can someone loop me in? And, I, and I'm, I don't want to say, controlling because that sounds bad but I, I like to be in the know of the situation at all times and i like to give information so i'm all about making sure that you are in the know <laughs> so, so i loved you know how easy it was to be like hey i have a question hey you know i'll text you and you know text you and then you call me yeah. and all that i also do um the tuesday check-ins mm -hmm. um i you know i hope my clients don't get tired of hearing me but every tuesday i always like to call or text or touch base and see where we are give you an update and see if you have any questions about where we are in the process so uh i'm glad that, that worked out and then i will because you've mentioned jody a couple times shout out to jody robinson Barrison. she is uh the real estate attorney that i referred you to yep, she's amazing she's a fantastic uh she's been in the business over 30 years she has done she has worked with many of my clients uh, one thing I love about Jody is how detailed she is, how responsive she she's is. So friendly. Oh, good. So friendly. Yeah. She's like, yeah, Leo, don't worry. Like, yeah, you, she's friendly, but also just diligent. Yeah. Like, she is never dropped the ball. I with with the team that I have in place, I always feel a sense of I'm not worried about something getting done when it's in their hands. Yeah. And Jody is certainly one of those she, people. Yeah, she's definitely. She keeps everyone in the loop. She's very friendly. She makes you feel comfortable talking to her, even when it's like a, a difficult conversation to have, or even if it's like something that you might not understand right off the bat, she's really, you know, detailed and just gives you everything you need. So That's good. shout out to Jody. Yeah, sure. very much shout out to Jody. And there are no stupid questions. I always, I feel like you don't want to ask her questions, but there's no wrong questions. Like you should not feel awkward or bad about asking the smallest question because that's what we're here for you know uh, so now that we're gonna get into me because you already started talking to me but when you refer your friends and family to me what are the things you would tell them about working with me I mean just how easy you are to get along with first off right like I think in a realtor you what you want is a friend and I think we have that absolutely uh, as well as someone that's educated with you know like the neighborhoods and the areas and and things like that so you know like it's, it's really simple for someone to be like, I'm going to show you a house, right? But like really being detailed with like what they know about the area and how they know, you know, the Chicago land, especially because we're so different, right? Like Chicago. We were all over. We like, went to Oak Park, know, Berwyn. <laughs> Chicago land. And, you know, like, and just how helpful you were, you know, like the, that, I think that's the key. It's like helpful with all the questions and all the answers and being so well informed and you know just looking out for me in general like i feel like that was like the big one you know like it's it's hard to find people that look look out for you you know we just kind of talked about it but like you know you have to take care of yourself before you take care of anybody else i think you take so good care of yourself that you're able to like take care of me as well and really really put me you know uh at the forefront of you know what's best for me yeah so 
I'm so glad that that came across and thank you for saying that. And um, one, there, there's two ways that people run this business. There's the transactional way where people are like, hey, is someone going to buy or sell in the next 30 days? You know, push, push, push. I'm going to show you two houses and you need to choose one of these houses. That's not me. My relationship, my, the way I run my business is about relationships. Uh, I strive on building authentic, detailed, you know, if I have to tell you, I don't think this house is right for you. I'm going to, I may lose the commission, right? I want to get a deal together, but it's really about making sure that I nurture our, our relationship, that you know, that I might have your best interests at heart. I never want someone to doubt that. And that's why when I, I give so much information, cause I want to make sure you know what you're getting into. You know, obviously I do this every day and I have a lot of information. <laughs> But it's nurturing the relationship, giving you all the right things. At the end of the day, I know that that trust and support is going to be there now. And my goal has always been to be your realtor for life, right? Yeah. And so I hope that always ends up being you know, the case. And it's, it's, it's a start of a great relationship, you know. Like I, this is move number one. But you know, like when we get to move number ten, we're going to look back and be like, do you remember that one time when you know we bought that condo? And it's it's going to be great. And I think that's you know. Maybe I don't buy anything else for the next five years. Who knows, right? But listen, but, whether it's five years, ten years, yeah. or fifteen years, you know. But we have a, a relationship that I think is just great, and like, you know, just you know, just like seeing the journey of what you go through with every client through your social media and things like that. And like, I'm a gym freak sometimes, and like seeing your fitness journey as well, like all that, like all of that is inspiring. And I like to work with people that not only have aspirations in life, but also inspire others in their own aspirations. And I think that's what I found in you, right? Because, like, like I said, like I don't post things and things like be inspiring. But if my like the way that I inspire myself inspires you, like, that's great. And I think that's what you do. You know, like you, you inspire yourself to be better and then inspire others along that journey. And that's you know, I, I love that. I love that about you, and I love that about you know the situation that we're in. It's great that that's what people see in my journey, and that um, I definitely want to again consistently be authentic in my post and sharing my 170 pound weight loss. That's been a journey in itself, always pushing forward and always wanting to do better. And hopefully I continue, uh, not hopefully, I will continue to do this for years to come. It's what I love to do. That's what I'm meant to do. And um, thank you for trusting me. Thank yeah. you. Um, any questions you have for me? Any last minute notes, anything you feel good about? Yeah. I mean, I only question I have is, are you gonna come help me build my couch? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> That's actually really funny. I'm glad you said that because I, my brother and like friends and family, there was, I think five or 10 years ago, I was like, I used to help people move all the time. Yeah. I'm at a place in my life that's no longer an option, so, but I will, <laughs> I'll show up in other ways, just not moving or fixing things. Well, thank you again, Leo, for agreeing to do this interview and trust me with the purchase of your home. Again, at the end of the day, it's not been about the paycheck, but about the people in the relationship. I know that as I continue to work hard and take great care of my clients, the referrals will come and the paychecks will follow. Earning your trust was my ultimate goal and I held to be your realtor for life. And to everyone listening, if I could support you with your real estate needs, you can search Showcase Chicago or Michael Reyes on all social media outlets or go to www.showcase-chicago.com. Until next time, continue to live your best life. I'm Michael Reyes with ARE Partners, and thank you for listening to Showcase Chicago Podcast.